This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Apparently the new hot thing is getting it on in the cheap seats. <laughs> in Oakland on the weekend, there is not a lot of people. Look, look at this video, Jim, that was posted online. Not a lot of people in this section at the Oakland A's game. Nosebleeds. And somebody's getting some A up there. <laughs> there was a couple of fans engaged in sexual activity. Mm-hmm. They were not caught. Um, just on camera. Just on camera, but they got away uh, away with it. Um, however, at the Blue Jays game over the weekend, there was a couple that was engaged in some sexual activity in the cheap seats. And they were caught and escorted out. <laughs> oh boy! I mean, how do you think you're gonna get? How do you think nobody's gonna notice? I guess if the stadium is empty and you're yeah, right at the like back, the Oakland A's they have a whole section to themselves, right? So that makes a little more sense. But at the Blue Jays game, you have you know five seats over. There's another couple fans sitting there. <laughs> Now, I would like to see how they were having sex. Not because I'm a creep, but to see, like, if they were subtle. She's wearing a dress, uh, so I right. wonder if she was on top or if they were just kind of fooling around. Or, a like, blanket or a towel it. involved. Sure. A big novelty foam finger. What was going on? <laughs> what happened to the good old days? When if you wanted to uh, have sex at a Blue Jays game, you'd just get a, a room at the Sky Dome Hotel. <laughs> Yeah. Press press some flesh up against yeah, the glass. Being classy. And it used to happen. If you don't believe me, just Google image it. <laughs> <laughs> They're still up there. I wonder what this couple's doing now, Jim. Oh, I don't know. Trying to chase that dragon, I bet, yeah. at the Oakland A's game. What a thrill. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Did you hear that New York has banned the sale of cans of whipped cream to those under 21 years old? Hmm. Is that to stop the whippet thing or? The whippets. The whippets? You get like a head rush? I've never done it. It's nitrous oxide, eh? I didn't realize till I read this article. I thought they discontinued that though. Uh, apparently not. Huh. Yeah, Maybe not th- in the States. You'd think they'd find a new way to... Just like Get compressed the air. Whipped cream out of the can. Yeah. But the nitrous oxide in the cans, teenagers using it to do whippets, which is inhaling the gas and getting a head rush, highly addictive. Huh. Um, so a senator proposed that they limit 21. It, that's a. That's a long time to wait to be able to buy whipped cream. And like like teenage sales of pumpkin pie are going to plummet if you don't have whipped cream to go with it. <laughs> exactly. Oh my goodness. Jello probably going to go down uh. as well. And the and you know <laughs> the Varsity Blues whipped cream bikini? Oh yeah. How I are you going to do that. that with your best gal on homecoming? You're going to have to wait until you're 21 years old. Oh man. <laughs> You can serve your country, but you can't buy whipped cream in New York. <laughs> you can buy a gun. You can't buy whipped cream. That's pretty wild, eh? Hmm. I mean... So what? nitrous ox- oxide is the stuff that dentists use, laughing gas. It's what puts you puts you in the right state of mind to have your teeth pulled. So yeah. are teenagers performing dental surgery on each <laughs> other in New York? Or? Uh, for some reason, I don't think so. Probably just falling downstairs, you know, passing out, hitting their head on walls. I, I am seeing people freaking out about this online. And it's kind of, it reminds me of the spray paint thing here in Ontario. 
you can't buy spray paint unless you're over what eighteen or nineteen. Oh, I didn't know. Hmm. Yeah, they have to they they have to check your ID when you buy the spray paint. I mean, <laughs> kind of makes sense. I bet you spray paint and whipped cream people are not happy about this because they're probably making a certain percentage of their profit from the shenanigans that they weren't promoting but were gladly taking the profits for. So big whipped cream was turning a blind eye. Yeah, yeah, big cream. I guarantee. <laughs> to the whippet issue. This is the Taz and Jim podcast. Looking at a really cool article here. It's about hitchless towing, Jim. Hitchless towing. This is something Toyota is working on apparently. Hmm. So, you you know how to tow a vehicle now. You got to physically hitch it to the back of another vehicle. Sure. Well, with Wi-Fi, Toyota has developed hitchless towing. So the two cars or vehicles are connected by Wi-Fi, and the vehicle in the back does whatever the vehicle in the front does. So if you wanted to have a, a minivan following you, in your RV, let's say. Oh, okay. So you could have no driver in the vehicle behind you, and it would just drive the same way you're driving with the vehicle in front of you. Okay, so you can't sleep in the minivan and let it drive itself. That would be illegal right now. But if you're driving the vehicle in front of it and you have this hitch system, then that's fine. Well, it's nothing's been approved. Yeah. They're just testing this out at this point. It's pretty fascinating, man. Like, uh, right now they're leaving a big gap between the vehicles just to be safe, but they would like to develop it so it gets to the point where the other vehicle will be right on the bumper almost, hmm. and it would just be doing whatever the lead vehicle does. They've been doing slow speed tests with a safety driver in the car just in case someone needs to take over, but uh, they think it would be a great option if you're driving a camper and you want to have a van or a Prius driving behind you so you have a vehicle once you get to your destination to drive around. Mm-hmm. Um, two vehicles only connected with Wi-Fi. <laughs> I just feel like what happens? You go over an under or under an underpass, and you lose the connection. <laughs> it just seems like unnecessarily complicated for a pretty simple thing. There's nothing simpler than a ball and a hitch. It's worked for a hundred years. Yeah, is this uh, does this problem need to be solved? That's true. Like there's spots in my house where I lose connection to my Wi-Fi. Yeah, or my Roomba won't go into a certain room or something. I can't go to the far bathroom. And sit on the toilet and use my Wi-Fi. That's why I, it doesn't get used that yeah. often. Or when I drive back to Mitchell, there's a d- no man zone where my wi- or my like 4G <laughs> doesn't work, and then he's my- got cars Priuses flying off the road at that point. <laughs> All around Ilderton. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a great. You know, it's it's interesting. Obviously, uh, the technology's not there yet, but it's pretty crazy that this is even something that they're developing. I don't know. Maybe I sound like an old man. In my lifetime, you're going to be yeah, able no. to have a car with no driver in it follow you home? That's fine, but that's more impressive than like this RV scenario is so rare. We're literally going to be able to send our cars home without us. That's the right. more interesting thing. Yeah, well, that's what I was thinking, too. What if you're out for a night on the town, you have too much to drink, you call a cab or an Uber, and then they can... Wi-Fi to your vehicle and they can bring your car home behind you. 
Or, like, if there was just a way to confirm that the person is sitting in the rear the entire time and not driving their own car, why couldn't your own car just drive you home? Isn't that the ultimate goal here? So that you are, you're not impaired. If the car can drive itself home, yeah. sit in the back, don't touch the wheel, let it do its thing. So you, you're not a fan of this. I, I think it's neat. It seems unnecessary. It's a completely unnecessary... St- like, why would you call a cab to come tow your... It's called a tow truck, Taz! You do, like- but now the tow trucks won't need a hook. They'll just use Wi-Fi. But why <laughs> have it come in the first place? Are you brave enough to let me see a big cock? It's time for sports with our sports guy, Devin Peacock. Baseball, Dev, and... That Aaron Judge sure knows how to hit a home run. He sure does. He hit his 50th home run against the Angels last night, and he is due for a big payday in the offseason. One of the big mantras in sports these days is to bet on yourself. That's Fred Van Vliet's uh, whole model with the Raptors. Well, in the offseason, Aaron Judge was offered a seven-year, $215 million contract from the New York Yankees. It averaged about $30 million a year. He said, that's not enough. I'm going to bet on myself. I want an even bigger contract. And based on the season he's having, he's going to get it. Now, when you say bet on yourself, you don't mean like Pete Rose. <laughs> Wait a sec. That's a different bet on yourself. <laughs> yes, uh, Pete Rose would take that advice literally. Uh, Aaron Judge is just doing it figuratively. He is going to get a $300 million contract this season, I guarantee. From the Yankees. You think there's no way they'll let him go somewhere else? I mean, I think the Yankees are going to be the favorites to sign him, but the Mets are spending big these days. They have a new owner. Usually new owners really want to make a big splash and so I would not be surprised if Aaron Judge were going to the Mets or some other franchise but the Yankees I think will do everything they possibly can to keep him. And he's close to smashing a home run record with the Yankees, isn't he? Yeah, so there have, uh, there have not been many people in Major League Baseball history who have hit 50 home runs twice. Aaron Judge has done that. But by getting to 50, he's also 11 home runs away from tying the record set by Roger Maris back in 1961 of 61 home runs in a season. So he has the next month to hit 12 and set the Yankees' all-time record. Attainable for sure. The way he has been hitting this season, it is 100% attainable. I'd almost be surprised if he didn't do it. And if he breaks that record, what are we talking, 350? <laughs> I wouldn't put, so the only thing that's holding him back is his age. He's 30 years old, and in Major League Baseball terms, for a slugger, once you get to 35, that's when things start to go downhill. So someone's going to pay him big, could be $350 million. It's going to be more term as opposed to the overall length, overall overall size of the contract that really impacts his uh, negotiations this summer. Well, it sounds like his judgment was <laughs> sound when he made the decision to bet on himself. He was Aaron on the side of caution. <laughs> I don't have anything funny. <laughs> this is the Taz and Jim podcast. Red Hot Chili Peppers, tip of my tongue. It's Taz and Jim at 848. I want to give a shout out to the kid with money that I saw on the weekend. The what? The kid with money. (laughs) I took my son to soccer, and if he tries his hardest at soccer, we stop for Happy Meals afterwards. At McDonald's, and uh, and I was in there with my wife. Uh, no, my wife wasn't there. My daughter and my son, and we were eating the Happy Meals. And there was this kid near the cash. He had ordered his food. He had his fanny pack on. Looked like he was about ten years old. This boy, <laughs> and he's like, he like says it loud. Obviously, he wanted people to hear that he had money. He said, 
Yep, that's the great thing about being a kid with money. You can buy whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> what? Was he Richie Rich? Did he have like the slick back hair too and a top hat on or something? Well, we I took the kids into the play area and we were playing for a bit. And then I saw the kid with money. He did a FaceTime with his dad. So I think the dad had given him some money, almost like a test, send him out. What's that show that's on Netflix where they send the kids out to do a task? There's a Japanese show where they send them. Right, right, right. So he he gave the kid money. You want to go get some lunch? Here, take the money. Just FaceTime me so I know you're okay. So he's FaceTiming. Yep, dad, everything's good. Everything's good. And then when I was walking past him when we were leaving, I was like, hey, kid with money, have a great day. It looks like you already are. And he was like, oh, he got all excited that an adult acknowledged him. Does that make me an adult? (laughs) So was his order like something a kid with money would order? Was it four McFlurries instead of an actual meal? How many nuggets are in a a box? Six six or ten. There's got to be one that's more. Oh, there's a 20. I think there's a 20 party pack. I think he got the 20 box of McNuggets. It is good being a kid with money. (laughs) And a large fry. Oh, snap. Just plowing through the nuggies. Kid with money. <laughs> Get whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Hey, restaurant prices yeah, for those. But this is straight up 12 packs, two fours, basically anything you can get at the beer store, you can get uh, delivered to the home. Um, I'm not sure how much the, uh, the charge fee is going to be, or if you tip, or how that's going to work. I think mostly they're just concerned about uh, making sure people are over the age of 18 and those type of guidelines. Yeah, Skip the Dishes says their drivers are smart serve certified and the transaction will be canceled if someone cannot provide a valid ID, appears intoxicated, or tries to buy alcohol for a minor or someone who is impaired. Appears intoxicated, eh? So if I'm already drunk and can't drive to the beer store, can I not order more beer? Which you'd think would be the main reason people would use this service because <laughs> yeah. they've got a couple in them. They've run out of cold beers at the party. They yeah. need more. I, I, I Get on wait, Skip the Dishes. I can't wait to see how many young people in high school try to try to trick the driver. Like maybe they'll be like in an upper window with like a big hat on and in a trench coat. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, just drop it by the front door. Like a fake mustache or something. Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone. Yeah, yeah. Have, have like the, a party going on. <laughs> the Michael Jordan cut out <laughs> on, the, uh, on the train. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's okay. Just leave it there. <laughs> We don't want to let the AC out. We can't open the front door. Just leave it on the front porch. <laughs> so that's uh, that's happening. How long till they uh, till they just start selling beer everywhere, like in the U.S.? I know that Seven Elevens, mm-hmm. some Seven Elevens are now selling beer. You hear about yeah, this? They're trying to, especially near certain university locations, right? Yeah, but they're selling beer for you to consume at the Seven Eleven. Like a restaurant? Yes. You can't leave with the beer yet, from what I understand. <laughs> so you just kind of browse the chip aisle while you're having a Coors or what? <laughs> you got to drink it there, but part of their plan has got to be this is a step in the right direction. We're going to get to the point where we're selling beer in convenience stores someday. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that seems silly. I didn't know you could really sit down at a 7-Eleven. Do you like... want to go to 7-Eleven this Friday night and have a couple <laughs> of beers? <laughs> 
<laughs> it's a place to be. A couple taquitos. Yeah, what do I you mean, say? Date it, night? It would be fun to, to pick snacks off the shelf if you were hanging out there drinking. That That is a bonus. Peacock. I want to see you. Peacock. 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 You're peacock. peacock. You're peacock. You're peacock. You're peacock. Are you brave enough to let me see your peacock? Let's go. Sports time in the studio with us. We've got Devin Peacock, our sports guy, and tennis fans going wild for Serena this week, Dev. Tennis fans, also, you know, uh, professional athletes, you name them, like LeBron James, Patrick Mahomes, you know, all these guys are tweeting. Everyone's watching Serena Williams this week. This is her last appearance at the U.S. Open. She's 40 years old right now. She turns 41 next month. We have all these tennis stars, like Roger Federer's 40, like all these tennis stars who are getting to 40 like they never used to in the past. So uh, Serena Williams is just well, the latest. Well, they get to 40, but they wouldn't still be playing at 40? Is would that still what you be, mean? Yeah. <laughs> they would still be playing at the age of 40. Usually, you know, you get to like 34 and yeah. that's it. Tennis now, stars aren't like WWE wrestlers, <laughs> right? Their lifespan is is fairly good. It's the careers that have been extended. Not yet, uh, Pete Sampras aren't. is looking a lot like Ric Flair out there right now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Serena Williams has uh, had a massive career. 23 Grand Slam titles and she is getting the swan song that she deserves because she is the queen of uh, women's tennis and she is getting a uh, sign-off deserving of that. So she's already played a match at the U.S. Open. She played last night. She won in straight sets, so she's on to the second round. I mean, I would expect her to be winning those first-round matches even at the age of 40. She's slowed down in recent years just like Roger Federer. I mean, again, she's 40 years old. I mean, she's not supposed to be doing what she's doing right now. How far she can go, I don't know. She's going to be the obvious favorite for everyone to win it all, but that's going to be a tall order. I have some friends who have tickets. They're going down there this weekend, and how badly do they hope? Because they don't know who they're going to see, right? They buy their tickets well in advance. Oh, so imagine they get to see Serena play one of her final matches. That'll be huge. You could watch, or you could <laughs> you could scalp them. <laughs> you could make a pretty penny. <laughs> the kids are going to college. <laughs> Thanks, Dev. Serena Williams playing last night in the U.S. Open. It could have been. Her final professional tennis match, if she had lost, but she won. And I feel bad for anyone who has to go up against Serena moving forward because clearly she was the crowd favorite. You had uh, celebrities like Anthony Anderson, Hugh Jackman, Queen Latifah, Matt Damon, Spike Lee, Mike Tyson, all in the crowd cheering on Serena. And nobody was even making a sound when her opponent uh, did anything well yesterday. Hmm. But when Serena did something good, it was like thunder, man. Here is uh, here's the reaction when she won the match. A dance and a smile at the end, and we'll see the twirl now. No swan song this evening in Arthur Ashe Stadium. Crowd going crazy. (laughs) Well, there's probably no bigger fans of Serena Williams and the people she's playing against, too. So, like, remember Naomi Osaki beat her and then apologized for beating her? You know, it's like (laughs) they also respect the hell out of Serena Williams, so... But it must be intimidating playing against her. Her outfit last night included diamond-encrusted Nikes. Does that help with the athletic performance? Is that a lighter material? Because I would want every advantage I possibly had. 
Maybe the glare off the like the Ooh, Nike swoosh. Yeah, it looks like yeah. it's made out of diamonds. So the glare off that thing gets <laughs> you in your the, opponent's the eyes. sun at the right angle. <laughs> Man, I don't know what I do. I, I, I mentioned I got some friends going down there this weekend, and they bought their tickets in advance. If they have the opportunity, if they end up having tickets to one of the matches that Serena is playing in, obviously a once in a lifetime thing to see. But you could sell those for a lot of money. It depends if she wins or loses, because nobody's going to ask you, did you see... Well, I guess it, either way, it will be her last game. If you're at her yeah, last you're game, at her, you're either out. at her last match or you see her... Imagine she makes it to the finals and you see her win the U.S. Open. Yeah, the finals I wouldn't sell, but preliminaries or whatever leading up, semifinals, I may... I may Consider it. Yeah, depending. I mean, depends on the price for sure. I was in Florida with a friend uh, about 20 years ago, and we had tickets. We had won tickets to the Super Bowl. And we sold them. Do you remember for how much? Yep, $3,000 yep. for both. See, it depends on how much money you have, whether it's worth it or not. Like if Didn't you're a millionaire. have a lot of money. Yeah, we stayed exactly. in Florida for an extra week because <laughs> we sold those tickets, watched the game at a bar, and had a great time, mm-hmm. right? You win. <laughs> so it would be a tough call, though. It, it'll definitely be a momentous occasion, win or lose, when Serena plays her last match at the U.S. Open this week. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. There have been some crazy chicken-related accidents in the Taz and Jim listening area (laughs) in the month of August, and I can't Mm -hmm. believe it. I saw this headline, Jim, you sent over uh, to me, and this is a new one. So there's been, what is this, the third chicken truck that has had an issue since August. In the month of August. So let me take you back here. It was August 9th when a truck full of chickens rolled over and closed part of the QEW. That was August 9th. Uh, another one near Rymel Road in Hamilton, near the Walmart. A truck carrying live chickens overturns in Hamilton. This was August 19th. Crazy. And then yesterday, August 29th, thousands of baby chicks escape on Niagara Highway after driver forgets to close door. <laughs> Dude! After the second chicken truck accident, we reminded all chicken truck drivers... Yes. To use extra care, be <laughs> extremely diligent and careful if you are driving a chicken truck. Yes. Do the circle check twice. Lock the door. Look at all those baby chicks on the road. Yeah, so people were pulling over and helping uh, pull out the close to 2,000 chicks that had escaped from the truck they were being carried in, dotting the ramp and grassy areas with yellow feathers. So people were pulling over their cars and just putting them back in these boxes, too, to kind of load them back up. Uh, They finally got the uh, highway open around 4 p.m., but it was... uh, all afternoon. It closed at 1.30 and then was open at 4 p.m. So it was uh, quite the process. Wow, that's wild. Mm-hmm. Hold on, what were the dates again? Let me double. So it was the, the 9th of August, the 19th of August, and the 29th of August. All days ending in 9, Jim. <gasps> and did you know the traditional cut whole chicken produces nine pieces of chicken what yes this can't be a coincidence oh my god stay off the highways august 39th (laughs) do not be anywhere near the qew (laughs) there is gonna be so many chickens crossing the road that day this is the taz and jim podcast 
Tommy Lee really trying to get some mileage out of this whole uh, posting the the full frontal nude selfie on Instagram. Still bringing it up at shows. Hmm. Uh, on the weekend, they were playing in L.A. and on stage in front of everybody, Tommy Lee said he was going to whip out his wiener. <laughs> I'm going to whip out my wiener. And then he pulled out uh, of his pants a wiener dog. Like a a dashound? <laughs> I was thinking he had a hot dog, maybe, from the <laughs> like concession a stand. Yeah. yeah, maybe a pogo. Because that's Full a classic. Full-blown wiener dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like the, the hot dog from the package when you're a teenage boy and you <laughs> do that to your buddies. Sure. Like, guaranteed laughs, One right? One of the first puns you ever learned, you know, when you're a kid. Hey, you want to see my wiener? <laughs> Ask me about my wiener! But this was a live, this was a live dog that he had in his pants. I wonder how long it was in there for. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> if you're supposed to roll down the windows when they're in the hot car, I mean, I hope it wasn't in there for more than five minutes. <laughs> Going around on the roller coaster drum yeah. set, that thing must have been terrified. Plus, it thought it was next to an anaconda. Yeah, <laughs> that whole time, I thought his life was in danger. Oh boy, uh, wiener dog hmm. out of his pants. It's everyone's favorite game about hiding things, and our contestant is Stephen. How you doing today, Stephen? I'm good. Nice. Now, are you uh, are you the kind of guy who likes hiding things? <laughs> <laughs> Bit of an Easter bunny, are we? <laughs> no, not really. But. No, okay, perfect. <laughs> as soon as I asked it, I was like, yeah, that was a weird know. question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is how the game works. I'm going to tell you three different stories about people hiding things, usually because they don't want to get arrested for it. Um, and you, with multiple choice options, have to guess where they hid it, okay? Yep. Now, one of the stories is the daily dumper. <laughs> that means the person has hid the item in their backside, Okay. Yep. If you think the story I'm telling you is today's daily dumper, you've got to yell that out before I give you the multiple choice options. Are you ready right. to play? Yep. A man named Jose Perez, 30 years old, from Oxnard, California, pleaded guilty in a Los Angeles federal court for smuggling more than 1,700 reptiles into Whoa. the United States, including Yucatan box turtles, Mexican box turtles, baby crocodiles, and Mexican beaded lizards. When he was arrested, he had 60 reptiles hidden. Where'd they hide it? Under his top hat, like in, Dr. Doolittle? <laughs> in his jacket, or in his pants. 60 reptiles, where were they hidden? Uh, I'm going to say his jacket. No, I'm sorry. I would have guessed that too. Like a drug dealer who stereotypically opens his jacket and he's got all the things taped inside. Yeah, the or, or the guy selling the watches in yeah, the alley. Yeah, exactly. In his pants. Huh. 
Yeah. Must have been parachute pants. 60 reptiles in his pants. Well, if Tommy Lee can fit a wiener dog in there, <laughs> right? <laughs> Just need some breathing holes. Okay. Next one here. Australian authorities recently seized 354 pounds of meth and 66 pounds of cocaine when they were discovered inside a luxury vehicle in a shipping container. Where'd they hide it? Was the luxury vehicle a 1960 Bentley S2? Was it a 1985 Lamborghini Countach? Or was it a 1998 Honda Civic? Where'd they hide it? Uh, We're going to go with the uh, Bentley. Yes, it was in the Bentley. Nice. Behind the headlights, basically behind everything. That's a lot of drugs to hide in a car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Surprised you don't hear that more, because, yeah, you could shove a... They must be able to x-ray it or something like that. I don't yeah. know. Well, speaking of x-rays, a an inmate named Harry Pullen, he's 24 years old. He'd been jailed in the U.K. for drug trafficking offenses. He was found in possession of a phone when his cell was searched in January of this year. Where'd they hide it? In his daily dumper. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yes, you got it. When the prison guards x-rayed Poland, they noticed uh, what they call a non-organic object <laughs> in his his backside region. Boy, that's like one of the most common things to smuggle into the jail is the phone, eh? Yeah. Must be a hot commodity. Obviously, it's your uh, connection to the outside world. Wanted to stay in touch with his mother and his girlfriend, apparently. Or you just love playing Brick Breaker. <laughs> Whatever it is you need that phone for. Oh, you're playing Brick Breaker, all right. <laughs> this is the Taz and Jim Podcast.